Welcome, kings and queens, to another episode of Unapologetic, your number one podcast. This is the show where kings and queens tell their legacies and on. So get ready for the gems to drop and pull up to the table because we're ready. Okay, things that you want to make sure that that those things continue and can sustain. Um, but you know, everything happens for a reason, man. And, and um, so to answer your question, man, it's it's hard to put a number to it, man. But you know, there's been some other I've been blessed with some other opportunities and uh, you know, I've made some real estate investments that that are, are doing pretty well and actually, you know, made the sale of our of one of me and a, my business, some of my business investors sold a property earlier this year. And so things is unfolding on a lot of different levels, man. And, and you know anything about me, Mel, you know, a lot of times people, and it's no offense to nobody in, this, in, in the, the individual styles, but I think we've been taught and conditioned to think that we have to always think so one-dimensional, right? Mm. And be so siloed and so boxed in. And I was just meeting with, with somebody yesterday who I, a guy with cool guy who I met some time back and, and he's had some career shifts and as well as myself. So I said, let's jump on a call, man, and just kind of reconnect. And, and, you know, one of the first questions is kind of, you know, so what are you doing? What type of consulting are you doing? And obviously, you you know, my specialty obviously is, you know, leadership and kind of team, team building is it, kind of the sweet sauce. But I said to him, man, you know, really, I don't really like to present the services that way. You know what I'm saying? Because I think with the wealth of experiences that I've been able to uh, learn from both for-profit and non-profit working in the insurance industry uh, to working in retail and sales, the principles that I've learned are so transferable that I'd be cutting myself short to just say that I'm just Mm. doing HR consulting. I just want to do E&I because I've been able to, develop a wealth of experiences man through all these different spaces that i've been in and i think i said this to you before man my motto has always been when people say what do you do i say what do you need done you know what i mean where's the <laughs> points? i remember you know? that 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 yeah yeah so that, we're still that, living by that mantra man but you know I like that Y'all things that you know we are starting to laser in on, on some on some specific things specifically to consulting and and, okay. and some other areas but still still keeping that still keeping the world open, man, to the options, because like I said, a lot of the skills and lessons that we've learned, they're transferable. One, if you can, if you can sell one product and you understand the science of people and, and, and understand how to create an experience for the end user, that those skills are transferable across any service against any product, any industry. It's just being able to being able to kind of translate it and apply it uh, to that project you're working on. So would you say, and in, 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 uh, in that sense, would, are you saying that uh, collaborating and network communicating are, if not the strongest thing to do in business as a business owner, founder, however you want to put it, because yeah, man, I think I would agree with you, Mel, for sure. Um, collaboration is huge, man. I think I think we hear that word used a lot, but real intentional collaboration takes work. You know what I mean? And and oftentimes it can feel like it'd be easier for you to just do it yourself. But when you really understand the spirit of collaboration, right, and actually having people that have diverse experiences and backgrounds at the table, 
you kind of, I think you, you can kind of save yourself some of them long-term hurdles that, that, that will pop up along the, along <laughs> oh, the line yeah. if you do it right in the beginning. So oh, yeah. I have to agree with you on that one, man. Collaborating, network, you know, those are definitely huge, huge factors when it comes to having, building a successful team and a successful business for sure. Yeah, because I I, I kind of got that from you know because all the your business ventures, you 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 in a particular know of some of the things, but man, like like just like you, I can't do everything in my right. business, at my business, my businesses. So it's like I it, it, I go crazy, man. I will be bald with gray hair <laughs> already mm-hmm. from the stress. No, it's real, but, man. But it, I like how you're. You're not just able to uh, differentiate between your, you know, each position, but you're able to do that with each particular person. Yes. And I feel like that is, oh man, that's so powerful, especially for me being in, you know, in the media business, I have to be flexible. Like hmm. you have to be uh, able to adapt in an in a instant, but in a way that makes everybody comfortable. You right. Know, nobody want to sit there and be nervous having a conversation. It just is awkward. <laughs> it makes the whole place not want to be there. So hearing you actually state that uh, about the the way that you try kind of transition, I feel like it's important. We don't talk about it that much because we live in a society. You know, I'm not gonna lie to y'all, but we need to collaborate more. No, in for the sure. Business era like we live in, our counterparts have been doing it way far longer yep. yes they are ahead but that doesn't mean that we we can't advance you and know? it's so, enough money man it's enough opportunity to go around man I, i've never had that mindset man if a collective win is a is a is a win for me if if i see male win like i've been seeing you moving bro since we chopped it up last time and every time i see you move i'm like that does something for me you know what i'm saying i i i I actually thrive off of that. So I've never been had that mentality, man. Like, I don't know where that comes from, but you know, even for example, with me and my consulting business, man, you know, yeah, I've been really intentional about bringing in other people to subcontract some of the work with, right. Mm. If I'm working with a client who has HR issues and, and I have some experience in HR and, and, and have done some, some work in that space, but that's not necessarily my sweet spot. Right. Right. But I understand business and I understand people and I understand what it takes to to be a successful leader within the organization. So one thing I'm about is like, let's spread the love, man. If I can bring in, if I'm speaking to somebody who has some complex issues in HR or, or they're working in a specific industry, right. in the hospitality industry, then I'm going to bring in one of my people within my network that that is experienced and well-versed in that industry. So they can speak to the industry specifics and then I can help you kind of tie it all together. Right. Right. Um, so yeah. it's, it's enough to go around, man. I could have looked at those opportunities and said, Hey, let me just do this by myself and, 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 and keep the bag to myself kind of thing. <laughs> right. The value that it brings, man, when you talk about really being intentional with collaboration and, and being able to share that space with somebody else who has a different background and different experiences, it just makes you much stronger and it makes the team much stronger. And and my brand has specifically been built on that. So if you hire Scales Consulting, you can for sure expect for me to be there. But don't be surprised if I bring in one of my uh, colleagues or somebody else within my network that, that kind of has that specialized lens 
uh, on your specific industry? Hmm. That answered the questions. All right. All right. So beyond the consultant, beyond the real, the, 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 uh, property building ownership, whatever you want to call it. I thought you was doing something in construction or, um, yeah, sure? man, I was actually going to uh, touch on that, man. So since we talked, a lot of a lot has transpired, man. Oh, man, we've been moving yeah, on. Yeah, way, yeah, yeah. I'm curious. I'm over yep. here scratching my dog, man. <laughs> so I was going to touch on that, man. So what you're speaking of is, is the birth of Black Lake Companies, right? Um, so Black Lake Companies was started mm. about a year ago, and I was approached by a uh, close contact of mine and uh, does a lot of great work in the community, working with uh, specifically minority businesses, getting access to capital. And uh, we had been muddling over some type of opportunity that we could, business opportunity that we could collaborate on for a number of years, really, since we met. And um, this individual has a, a long background being a business owner in the construction space, um, originally from uh, Ohio and, and uh, decided to kind of transition into more supporting other businesses. But, you know, with his experience and, and within our network, we saw a, a unique opportunity. So as you mentioned before, Mel, this, you know, a lot of the models I think that have been, um, that have been used right in other communities and, and in other ethnic groups, yeah. we, we, we haven't maybe uh, explored as, as, as well as as maybe others, and I'm specifically speaking of what we what I like to call kind of this enterprise philosophy, and that's going to take me back to how Black Lake Companies was birthed. So Black Lake Companies is a is a, a uh, basically a parent company for several other companies that fall under the umbrella. It's no different than how is it? I don't know. Is ABC they own ESPN, Disney? Yeah, I forget yeah, Nasdaq, and yeah, right, okay. So these models have been proven in other areas, and we said we we think this is a perfect opportunity to to implement such a model here. So Black Lake Companies was birthed. There's nine owners of Black Lake Companies, all uh, people of color, um, and each owner owns 11 percent of Black Lake Companies. And mm. then under the Black Lake Companies umbrella, there's several other companies in which each owner has a majority stake in, and then a portion of the ownership from those companies feeds back into Black Lake companies. So this has been a proven model to generate wealth. I mean, we see it in a number of industries from construction being one um, to media. Um, yep. So Black Lake companies was birthed. Our, we you know, brought on nine owners who everybody has a, a unique skill set in their various communities. So we got a huge, got an amazing team of uh various owners i actually started one of the subsidiary companies that falls under the black lake company's umbrella and that's black lake logistics so we started a trucking and logistics company about three months ago and it's uh you know the the, the whole goal there is to um really be able to build up the business in in a way to where we're providing unique and innovative services again in the trucking and logistics industry, but also be able to work with some of those other minority and black contractors. I don't want to even say minority. We'll say uh, people of color 
and underserved, it really helped them scale up their businesses, right? Again, when you talk about the network and, and the people who and the opportunities and potential contracts that we have available to us, a lot of the people that I know who had already been in that industry hadn't really been exposed to that level of uh, of partnership. Um, so thus, Black Lake Logistics and Trucking was started. We have an amazing opportunity. Got some um, some projects on the floor already uh, with our prize and, and some other pretty um, pretty exciting projects that we're looking to help spearhead here locally under the mm-hmm. Black Lake Company's umbrella. And the whole goal is that we feed, you know, if you, you know, your, the services as it relates to trucking and logistics often intertwine with somebody who needs construction services. So how can we be referrals to the other businesses to help build wealth as a whole under the Black Lake umbrella? I see it. I see everything connected, how you put it. Um, Because if, if I'm just going off a limb, just off my head, but um, the consultant business helps builds the helps actually builds the umbrella, right? For everything else within the whole enterprise, and so each company actually needs that company that 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 sister company, right? So it's it's so it's not like you just have a company that just there without right. any type of you know beneficial for anything else within that enterprise. Each one actually needs the other. So it's a circulatory system. There you go. So it's, man, bro, you, you, yeah, you stumbled upon a gym, you know, because a lot of people don't see it like that. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, you got to have a certain mindset, man. I've always kind of had the mindset. Some people see an opportunity and the first thing they think about is how the million ways it will not work. You know the type of people I'm talking about, man. (laughs) They see, and and I'm not trying to be offensive to nobody, but that's not the mindset that I have, man. uh, There's challenges in every industry. We know that the trucking and logistics industry is going through its own set of challenges right now. And, um, you know, as I entered into the industry, there were several people within my network like, man, maybe now is not the best time to enter that industry. But I'm always a glass half full kind of person, right? And Mm -hmm. you got to do your research, right, and understand the, the market right? That's, that's extremely that's important that you one. do that. But, you know, you got to just, you got to always have your own way of looking at things, man. And and um, for me, I, I'm no stranger to seeing a challenge and wanting to overcome it instead of looking at, let that as a roadblock and going the other direction. So you, you mm. throw a curveball at me, man, we're going to figure out a way around it. Um, because there is a lot of opportunity in the industry, but you got to find that niche market. You know, a lot of the trucking industry, they made a lot of money during the pandemic. When a lot of things shut down, that was one industry that continued, man. And they, a lot of them, I think, had got a little spoiled with the with the kind of the influx of opportunity that they received during the pandemic. So now that things have slowed down and kind of even went back a little lower to before, to even where they were before the pandemic, right. people see it as a challenge. But you just got to find out what your niche is, man, and, and really pour into that. So- we're looking to secure one of the goals is to um, purchase our, our first truck uh, before July. And we're gearing up for some opportunities again this summer, um, transporting various goods across the state. So we're looking at kind of doing some more state and regional transportation oh, first okay. before we start okay. to branch out on a national level. Oh, okay. 
I was, I was just about to ask, are you you already have like out of state type of deals going on yet? But I, it makes more sense to get home base first. You know what I'm saying? It's uh, a lot of uh, some people I've, uh, that I've spoken with and I help guide a mentor always try to hit the biggest thing first. Right. I'm like, hold on real quick. Pause. Let's say you get this big thing. Do you know what you're what, what you're supposed to do with it? Maybe like, well, I can do this and that. Well, why don't you take that step by step right. build? So when you do get this massive opportunity, you know how to disperse it. You know how to who For to sure. work with, how to how to talk. You hear me? Because you know you could, as we call it, fumble the bag. For so sure, when you fumble that bag. You may not get that opportunity again. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but that's for real, man. You you uh you were just making me think of something when you were talking about um I forget what it was, but but basically you were making me think of a quote or a recent interview with uh Giannis Antetokounmpo the other day, Greek freak, when they lost yeah. the last game in the playoffs, and they asked him a question in the post game interview about. So was this whole season a failure? Did you hear? Did you hear that? No, that I didn't hear that one. I didn't. Yeah. So I guess one of the uh, reporters had asked him the question, and the same reporter asked him the same question last year. And I thought he gave a good analogy, although you know I didn't agree with everything he said. I thought it was an interesting perspective where his response was, "So you go to work every day, uh, and 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 I'm sure one of your goals is to get a promotion. Did you get a promotion this year?" And the guy says no. And he says, so was your whole year a failure then? And, mm. and I'm I'm remembering now what, what made me bring up this quote is, is because one of the things he said as he was speaking with the reporter is everything has a step-by-step process, man. And you know, you don't you don't always you're not gonna reach that high level of success without going through the hardships. When you look at a lot of times, uh, some of the most successful people, they had you know, they were in the worst positions right before right before things turned for them, right? You talk oh, about yeah. people like Tyler Perry, who's been, uh, you know, no, he, he hasn't been quiet about you know, and not afraid to tell people about his struggles before he reached a level of success and, and sleeping in his car. And, and you talk about, you know, people like Jay-Z, who lived a whole different way of life. And I mean, we, it's, we can, it's countless people who had to go through this process before they reach that that level of success. But one of the ways that you you can ensure that you're on the right path, and I think what you were hitting on, Mel, is like having that long-term vision, but then identifying what are the steps and the manageable tasks that I can start working on right. that's going to get me to that, to that promised land, if that's what you want to call it. And that's one thing we do at Scales Consulting is, is helping organizations and, and businesses kind of break down that long-term vision into what are some manageable tasks and what are the obstacles, what are the issues, opportunities, and challenges that you can expect to experience on that way. Uh, And it can just kind of help you be more prepared as you go on that journey. And that, and I'm glad that you covered that because um, certain, uh, like when, when people hear consultant, the agencies or something like that, they, they put their whole heart into the agents, which you should. You know, you want to trust that business to do, you know, that particular job. However, I like when 
the business the 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 business that you go to the services teach you as well like right. they just don't do it like you're not a just I'm going to just do it and you're going to get whatever you was expecting, but I'm going to make sure you keep having to, to pay me to come back. And right. I'm like, okay. Yeah.